I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bob, you've had a lot of playoff experience. What have you learned over the years in terms of the difference between postseason and regular season, both maybe in terms of how you manage a game and also manage players and, and, and how different players handle these types of situations? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, obviously there's a little more urgency involved. Every game means that much more. Um, you know, the regular season, you're built for 162. The postseason, you're built for, in this case, two out of three. So, you know, moves probably come a little bit quicker. You're probably not as patient at, at points in time during the game. And, you know, you rely on, you know, your entire roster like you do during the course of the season. But there's certain guys that are probably a little bit more important, whether it's your, your starting pitchers um, or the guys that you you know, rely on kind of more top to middle of the order. But as far as your experience also dealing with players and understanding who your players are, you have a better sense now of like how different guys might respond in these types of situations? Uh, well, guys that have had experience, the guys that haven't, then you never really know. I mean, I think you get to know guys well enough to have an idea, but until you get put in, you know, under the fire, it's it's a whole different deal here. But, you know, it, you, you don't have to you know, inspire guys to get up for games that maybe you do after the, during the course of the season at certain periods of time. You know that, that here every, every game, every inning, every at bat, there's that urgency to it. So I think that's what really makes postseason special. You've had success against the Mets this season so far, four and two. How much can you glean from that? And also, you have a much different roster than the last time. Right. So, I, you know what, we, we should feel good about that. It does not apply, you know, in this series. So, um, I think all that's thrown out the window. Like you said, we have a little different roster composition here too. You know, some of these guys weren't here when we played them earlier in the season. And you know, once you get to the postseason, teams are playing differently to get there. I think, uh, you know, in our case, oh, we, we you try to bring that momentum with you, but it's 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 a different ball game now. Given what everyone's anticipating with the quality of the starting pitching, how important might bullpens be the back end of bullpens here in the series? No doubt, you know, and I think our our bullpen's been pitching pretty well here. Um, coming down the stretch, I think we, we've you know finally gotten to a point where we feel good about who goes where and when, you know, especially with Josh at the back now. So you know, bullpens are extremely important. They're the ones that finish out the games. Very rarely do you see a complete game, let alone in the season, let alone during a postseason game. So our bullpen is going to be very important to us. Go to Bryce Miller. Bob, what? What's it like to, you know, you did play for Buck and uh, you're managing it against him in the playoffs. Is it baseball's circle of life in some way? Or what's what's that like to live those two relationships? Yeah, I also played against him in double A. So we're, we're not that far off in, in age. He was a really young manager when I played for him and I was probably an older player at that point in time. But, you know, it does come full circle. You know, we played against each other, managed, you know, he managed me and I take a lot of, you know, of, of what I do now was influenced by him, even though, you know, he was a younger manager at the time. I've watched him very closely over the years. We've maintained a relationship. So, you know, it's pretty cool to be in this situation. Yet, once you get on the field and you're, you're playing games, he's probably the last guy I'm thinking about. I'm trying to run my team the way I think is best suited, and he's going to be doing the same thing on his side. You said you were influenced by him in what way? 
You know, he, he was the first manager that kind of explained to me why I would you know was playing on a certain day. And I didn't get to play a ton, so it was important to me. And he let me prepare, you know, for for a particular pitcher. So he would say, "Okay, you're playing on this day." It might have been two or three days before, and I was able to kind of visualize and prepare for it. And I appreciated that because as a bench player, you know, especially back then, rosters were used a little bit differently. You know, the bench players basically showed up, you know, like a, a football player Sunday at one. And you know, nowadays you're trying to get your your role in bench players in there where they have the best chance to, to be successful. Buck, can we get an update on Clev and Grisham? Grish, Grish is here. I mean, he, he flew, I think, red eye last night. He just had a family situation he was dealing with. And Clev has passed both tests, so he will be on his way, I think, later tonight on a red eye as well. What sort of decisions are you coming down to uh, 14, 12, which your, your pitchers right. you used, Mania used stamina quite a bit. Chris, Matt, where are you at? Right. With that? Well, we're still making those decisions. We have some time. I think we're still probably leaning towards 14 position players, 12 pitchers, but who those guys are, uh, not sure yet. What would be the benefit of that five man bench? Because I know you haven't dug too deep into the bench that right. often this season. What are the benefits of it? Uh, you know what? Just maybe some, depending on, you know, how the game goes, different variables late. Um, you know, if we do go with three catchers, you bring your second catcher in the game, you know you also have a third catcher there. If something happens, you're always kind of on pins and needles. So that potential could be there. Uh, we had a, trying to get a handle on a couple of guys. You got a lot of at-bats, you know, in the last few games to, to feel like maybe we were comfortable with them coming off the bench. So, you know, those are the, those are the kind of things you're looking at. Does, does Clevenger's kind of late travel and whatever, does that put his standing on this roster in any jeopardy? Or I know he probably isn't necessarily going to start in the series anyway, but how does, how does that affect things in terms of the We're roster? still trying to figure that one out, you know, how, how much we used guys in the, in the last couple of games. You know, that's one thing about expanded rosters now. If, if, you know, in the past you were able to have multiple guys that, you know, in the situation that we were in the last couple of days, you didn't have to lean on some of your key guys. So, you know, it's a little different with 28, but we're still, you know, trying to, to feel out and figure out, you know, how guys felt that pitched the last couple of days. Bob, you talked a lot about how much you've enjoyed getting to know you Darvish this year. I was wondering what it was like getting to um, manage against them, game plan against them in past years. It was very difficult. I mean, it always has been because he has so many different pitches, you know, even more so now. You know, he, he never stops. He never says, okay, these are the pitches that I'm going to use and that I'm comfortable with and, and feel good about. He, he can do stuff on the fly. So, you know, even at the end of the season here, he was working on a couple different type pitches because he was facing teams in our division, you know, multiple times and wanted to give them different looks. I think he's very unique in that most guys kind of lean on certain pitches and try to, you know, get, get your mechanics right where you, you don't have to think too much about that, but he, he's able to do things differently, invent new pitches, pitch differently from game to game. Um, that comes with a lot of experiences and a lot, and a lot of success. Hey, Bob. Um, both you and Buck <clears throat> kind of represent my generation here, and both succeeded younger managers and have had more success. Do you see this series as a victory for fellow ARP uh. people? And why is it, do you think, baseball may look at things differently than other parts of society when it comes to the youth-obsessed culture in our society? Right. Well, I think it's changed here recently. You know, in the last three or four years with guys like Dusty, too, 
you know, you'll see some 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 guys that have had quite a bit of experience. I think it's gotten to a point where the analytics and and maybe newer managers that are more uh, adjusted to that um, has gotten to a point where maybe experience plays too. So I think you're seeing some some older managers hang around, some some experienced managers coming back. They're still, I think, trying to find a balance between you know what's the best way to go about it as far as new age analysis and experience from the past. Got time for one more over here on the left. Um, your team has relatively few players who were drafted or originally signed by, by this organization. As a manager, when you're kind of pulling guys from so many different places, does that is that a different job for you to try and get them to gel when they haven't come up together and you know competed together as a unit? It is, and being a new manager as well, so I'm part of that. You know, there are a lot of guys that have not played together here. The one experience and good experience I can draw from was the 2001 Diamondback team where that was an expansion team. It was a veteran club. Almost every one of those guys came from different organizations and had to kind of gel on the fly. So I think the one common denominator here with the guys that have been brought in is looking to win a world championship, and that kind of bonds everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 